0: Hey, I told you to move the beans. All you have to do is move it. Move the beans. Hey, move the beans. L-O-V. This is the Move the Beans Podcast Stories of Ordinary Habits That Have Extraordinary Results. Here's your host, Dana Baticola. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Move the Beans Podcast Stories of Ordinary Habits That Have Extraordinary Results. Welcome to episode 33. Now, I have not been with you in a while. And that's been mostly on purpose. I just wanted to eliminate at least my voice in the narrative that's been going on in our world with this pandemic that we've been going through. Everyone has an opinion, I certainly have mine. And I just wanted to step back and see how this plays out a little bit more. And I think um, as I have done that, I think I've seen that even so much more now that we need clarity and we need to see with a clear vision of what's happening today and then into the future. We need to have clarity in the chaos. And we're going to do part two of that today of uh, episode 33 of the Move the Beans podcast, kind of developing the habit of trusting God and seeing what uh, he's doing in the midst of all this. So we're going to be jumping into that. But first of all, we got to take care of some business. Uh, For all of your lighting and solar needs, reach out to Dominion lighting and solar you can find them at dominion.solar they've been a long-standing sponsor of the move that means podcast we appreciate them and they're doing good in the midst of this shutdown and this pandemic and uh, we're glad that they are doing well reach out to them at dominion.solar they can help you with all of your lighting and your solar needs especially in the chicagoland area and then also we have another sponsor events party rental if you're having a, perhaps a graduation party this summer for a graduate who didn't get a ceremony. So you want to ramp it up a little bit, get a tent, rent some tables, chairs, lighting. You can reach out to events, party rentals. You can find them at events, parties, That's events, all rental, all one word, com, And they can hook you up with several different types of tents at really affordable prices so that you can make that event that you're having a little bit more special and kind of keep you from the uh, weather that might hit on that day. So thank you for our sponsors. And if you're a listener to the move the beans podcast, reach out to them. If you have a need in any of those areas to, you know, kind of keep this podcast moving in the right direction and uh, help out our sponsors. So we appreciate that. So episode 33, kind of give us a little review of kind of what we did in episode 32. We started out this clarity in the chaos series. And uh, in in that podcast, we were talking about this idea of having clarity within the chaos, what's going on in our world. And we we looked at this Old Testament book of the book of uh, Habakkuk. We kind of started out in verse two of chapter one. It says, How long, Lord, must I call for help? But you do not listen or cry out to you, violence, you do not save. But why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrongdoing, destruction, and violence are before me? There is strife and conflict abounds. Therefore, the law is paralyzed and justice never prevails. The wicked hem in the righteous. And so that justice is perverted. So what the prophet Habakkuk is pointing out and surfacing is a timeless concern is the gap between revelation and experience. In, in other words, how can he reconcile what he knows of the character of a good and powerful God with all that he sees around them? Kind of sounds like 2020, we said, right? In, in other words, how can a good, perfect and moral God who is in control exist with chaos, violence, and despair all around us? How can he do that? With a collapsing economy, moral decline, food shortage, violence, social injustice, wholesale disregard for God's law, how can a God sit by while all that is going on? And the prophet was wondering the same thing, and he's crying out to him. And we could ask that same question in our time, right? Because it sounds like I'm reading about This year of 2020. And so when you find yourself getting frustrated uh, in the world, we said we need to be reminded, just like in Habakkuk's age or in his time, like in ours, that God is in control. And we also said in episode 32 that this was an internal problem. It's not just a cultural problem, but it's actually a problem with people on the inside of us. That's the main problem problem here we have an issue on the inside so in god's promise to the nation uh, we see over and over again that obedience would be followed by blessing and that disobedience would be followed by curses or or maybe even judgment and and so why and how long are you going to go let this happen to us why and how long are you going to allow this to happen that was the prophet's question to god Habakkuk was like, how long, how long are you going to let this go? And why are you doing it? Well, then we're going to pick up in a new direction today as God answers the prophet Habakkuk in verse five, we, we see this. It says, look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed for I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe, even if you were told. Verse six, he says, I am raising up the Babylonians, that ruthless and impetuous people who sweep across the whole earth to seize dwellings, not their own. See, God is raising up the Babylonians. God is, God is, he's in control. He is doing something. You get that? So if you were around during this time and reading the news, you would know that the Babylonians, you would know of their activities. They're kind of evil, heartless Ruthless activities, a nation that is described as evil and destructive. In verse six, God says, I am raising up the Babylonians, that ruthless and impetuous people. God was in control on the stage of world events, and it was God that was doing the directing. So we can add that in our time as the historical events take place, in the same way God is in control. Understand that God is not sitting in heaven with a bird's eye view, waiting to see what's going on. No, he is actively moving and controlling all the events. So we can have hope. Do not live in fear. Do not get frustrated. Be on task and purpose. Do not freak out. In fact, we've been saying get better at something during this time. Be productive. Be productive. And so we have to take that moment of clarity and understand that God is in control, even in the midst of this chaos. I don't care what side of the political aisle you sit on, what are your worldviews on some social issues. We have to understand that if you're frustrated, like I am, like you are, uh, we have to understand that we can find clarity by understanding that there's a God who's ultimately in control, but he also does things that we would never ever do to solve that. And we're going, to, we're going to see that played out in this story of Habakkuk. Verses 7 and 11 through 11 kind of read like a poem, a description of the people of Babylon. Just kind of, kind of listen to this starting in verse 7. They are feared and dreaded people. They have a law to themselves and promote their own honor. Their horses are swifter than leopards, fiercer than wolves at dusk, and their cavalry gallops headlong. Their horsemen come after uh, from afar. They fly like an eagle swooping to devour. They all come in intent on violence. Their hordes advance like desert winds and gather prisoners like sand. They mock kings and scoff at rulers. They laugh at all the fortified cities by building earthen ramps that capture them. Then they sweep past like the wind and go away. Guilty people whose own strength is their God. So let's kind of look at the character. Of who these people are. In verse seven, it says they are feared and dreaded people. They are few among them, and they're, that they're law to themselves, and they promote their own honor. That that's that's kind of the character of who they are, right? They're a they're a nation, but in in the midst of many nations, they're just they're just one of many. And then in the context of the people in the world, they're just a few, but they they make this great great people, the Babylonians, and their characters feared and dreaded people. Verse 8, they they are like wolves in their approach. Number uh, Verse 10, they mock what they take over. Verse 11, their strength is in their God, their God. So that's their character. They're, they're kind of evil, right? They promote violence. But we also see their destiny. In verse 11, they say, God's word says, they sweep past like the wind. Now keep in mind, their strength is only given to them by God, the one and only true God. They sweep past like the wind and then they are gone. Pretty important that we understand that. When God does something in our midst, we only have the vision to see exactly what's going on in that moment. We can hope and and wish and and pray for you know, the future that we anticipate, but understand that God is in control and that if he's using someone or something, he's using them for a purpose. But then they are gone. They sweep past like the wind. So here's some truth from those verses. God is at work, uh, even though Habakkuk does not see it, right? And we need to remember that. God does not work like we do. God does not solve problems like we solve problems. His ways are not our ways. We, we need to remember that in our times in our life. Instead of questioning God, we need to trust in his ways. But like Habakkuk, at times we don't listen to his response. We, ju- we just kind of stay away from exactly what he's talking about. And we kind of move in a direction that we we, we kind of try to take things into our own hands. And so this is Habakkuk's response to God's answer to him and starting in verse 12, he says, Lord, are you not from everlasting? My God, my holy one, who you will never die. You, Lord, have appointed them to execute judgment. You, my rock, have ordained them to punish. You are a holy God, right? That's what he's saying. A holy God would not do this. And then 13, he says, your eyes are too pure to look on evil. You cannot tolerate wrongdoing. Why then do you tolerate the treacherous? Why are you silent while the wicked swallow up those more righteous than themselves? In other words, Habakkuk is asking, you're going to use really, really evil people to punish kind of wrongdoers, people who aren't perfect. You're going to use really evil people, right? And and, and then the, the passage kind of continues in 14. It's almost like a, almost sounds like a poem. He says, you have made people like the fish in the sea, like the sea creatures that have no ruler. The wicked foe pulls all of them up with hooks. He catches them in his net and he gathers them up for his dragnet. And so he rejoices and he is glad. Therefore, he sacrifices to his net and burns incense to his dragnet. For by his net, he lives in luxury and enjoys the choicest food. Is he to keep on emptying his net, destroying nations without mercy? You see, fishing was a huge part of the Babylonian culture. And Habakkuk says, You are basically setting these evil people up to do what they do fish, right? But this time it's for people. It's for people. So l- look at, l- listen to the response here in, in chapter 2, verse 1. He says, I will stand at my watch station and my station myself in on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am going to give to this complaint. So he sits back and he's going to wait because he doesn't understand what God is doing in the world. He doesn't understand that he's using really evil people to destroy people who aren't perfect, who've maybe gone astray. And Habakkuk, like us, we would say, and that doesn't sound fair, that doesn't sound fair. And that's where we're kind of going to end this narrative of Habakkuk today in episode 33. So how do we end this podcast and kind of move forward to another one? Well, first of all, it's trust God. Trust that God is up to something, even though you don't see it. Understand that his ways are different than our ways understand that his ways are different than yours and different than mine so in the meantime we need to be productive as we wait on him right we need to be better at something so in this moment of God doing something in our world even though it's frustrating even though we're confused even though we're not quite sure where it's going to end up we need to be trusting in him Understand that his ways are different And I think we need to be developing who we are. We need to be better at something. At the time of this recording, this is day 125 of this kind of pandemic. Stay inside, wear a mask, uh, shut down your business. And I know things have been opening up and then closing back down and opening back up. But we could be frustrated. We could yell and complain. I think we've all done it. But what are you better at today? How are you developing yourself in the midst of this chaos? In the opportunity to have a little bit more free time for personal development, what have you been doing to trust God more, to develop who you are as a person? And I think that's that's the really the big key that we're coming out of because God is doing something. Regardless of how we act, regardless of how we behave, regardless of what we think, God is doing something in the world I really believe that and so the key is what are you doing to develop yourself what am I doing to develop myself and so that's the question I want to leave you with with episode 33 here at the Move the Beans podcast so what habits are you doing to make yourself better what habits are you doing to get yourself on a track that God has for you and I think we'll leave it there on episode 33 it's important that you do that well just a little shout out and promo for episode 34 a really really exciting episode I have New York Times best-selling author popular speaker and a coach to just speakers in general his name is Steven Mansfield wrote over 20 books and we have a great conversation about his habits so be looking forward to episode 34 as you are developing who you are as a person through this uh, time in our world. And hopefully, hopefully by trusting in God, understanding that he has a plan, you are finding some clarity, some clarity within the chaos. Until next time, folks, hope you're developing, hope you're getting some great habits and developing who you are. So until that next time, we will uh, see you soon and bye-bye.